0: This is Plaidcast Junior. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of The Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstrides Book 3, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstrides books are currently available on Amazon.
1: You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On by Piper Clem and Rennie Dyball, Chapter 16. Tally and Mac were hand-grazing their ponies by 8 the next morning. "'How are you feeling about today?' Tally asked Mac. Both girls leaned up against their ponies as they grazed, enjoying their relative cool before the August sun would come out in full force. "'Really good. It's been so much fun to turn things around from Devin and not make it about the pressure this time,' Mac said, adjusting her blonde ponytail into a messy bun." I'm sweating like crazy already, are you? No, but any minute now, Tally said with a laugh. Lupe walked over with updates for the girls. He told Mac that Ryan wanted her to take Joey for a long walk before the pony's pre-show bath. You can tack up Goose and walk him over to the ring for the trial Tal he added. Tally took her time tacking the pony and then settled into the saddle for their long, loose walk to the ring. Today's prospective buyers looked a lot like the ones from the day before. This rider was smaller than Olivia, though, and struck Tally as timid right from the start. Ryan asked Tally to trot and canter Goose a couple of laps in both directions to warm him up. They were schooling in the annex ring today, the long, narrow one. There was plenty of time down those long sides for Goose to show off his pretty movement. They also popped over a couple of plain white verticals before the new little rider got on. Ryan asked the trainer if they wanted to do a ticketed round in one of the rings with the full courses just down the hill, but the trainer was content with a short trial in the plane ring. Tally wondered whether this meant they weren't very interested. The little rider looked good on G. He had a way of making all his riders look good, she noticed. The rider was definitely more timid than a pony was used to at the jumps, and she even caught G in the mouth a bit on the landing side of the verticals. He swished his tail when she did that, but he didn't even pin his ears. Such a gentleman, Tally thought wistfully. Ryan and the other trainer talked for quite a while as the rider walked G around the ring on a loose rein. Thanks, guys, Ryan called to them. Call or text anytime. The rider dismounted and handed the reins to Tally with a shy smile, which Tally returned. Change of plans, Tal, Ryan said in a low voice as the girl and her trainer walked away. The buyers from yesterday are coming in just a few minutes to try Goose again. Do you mind hanging out with him until they arrive? I don't mind, Tally said, trying not to let her mind twist itself into knots over what this change in schedule might mean. Great. Lupe, come put his halter on, please, and see if he wants some water. Tal, just let the pony graze until they get here and we'll retack him. On a grassy patch between the rings, Goose swallowed some water from a bucket and dug into the thick grass. Tally scratched his withers. That was another one of his favorite spots she'd recently discovered while bathing him. The next trial unfolded a lot like Olivia's first. This time, Tally wasn't needed for riding. Olivia took G into the ring with the full course for another ticketed schooling trip. She wore small rounded spurs, and G jumped a little higher and harder than usual. He swapped in front of one of the fences on the course that the trainer had made, but otherwise the pony looked totally solid. Heading back to the barn, Tally, you want to come? Lupe asked her. Ryan gave her a nod. Go ahead, Tal, hang out with Mac, look at the course with her again. I'll meet you guys back at the barn when we're done here. Because Tally's saddle was positioned next to Lupe in the driver's seat, Tally sat in one of the rear seats on the golf cart facing backwards. She watched Ryan, G, Olivia, and Olivia's trainer get smaller and smaller as they drove away. Tally was still managing to keep herself somewhat detached from the process. Goose wasn't ever going to be hers, and he would get sold eventually. The particulars didn't really matter. Down at the barn, Tally found Mac wiping down her saddle and bridle. Hey, want to go meet those girls again for an early lunch? Sure, Tally said. I also want to get a Pony final souvenir from the vendor tents, but I don't want to walk three miles to get up there. Think Ryan will let us drive the golf cart? Ha, Mac said loudly as she replaced the saddle on its rack and twisted her bridle into a figure eight. He rarely gives up that kind of control, especially when you're like three years away from getting your license. Fair point, Tally said, smiling. Let me just change into sneakers instead of these boots. After lunch, Mac got changed into her show clothes to walk the course with Ryan. It was extremely rare to walk a hunter course the way jumper and equitation riders did. But in the walnut ring, Tally was learning all bets were off. It was just a completely different experience for ponies and riders. After the course walk, Ryan produced a pair of VIP wristbands for the girls to wear in the big tent perched above the walnut ring. These are from a trainer who I'm friends with, Laura. You've met her, Mac. Have a snack and drink lots of water to stay hydrated. You can watch a bunch of ponies go while you're sitting in the shade. Underneath the VIP tent, the girls spooned fruit salad into paper bowls, grabbed icy water bottles from a cooler, and sat down to watch some early rounds in the class. Like the other day, there were several small mistakes, big ones too, from adding strides to trotting on course to flat-out refusals. There were just so many challenges in and around this ring, and it got the better of a lot of ponies. I just want to watch a few more go, Max said after a while. It's helpful to see how the lines ride. They walk pretty straightforward, but it helps to watch ponies actually do it. After another ten trips and a couple of yogurts, it was time for the girls to make their way back down to the barn. Over the next hour, Mac got dressed, checking to make sure each detail was just right. The braider finished up Joey's mane before turning him over to Lupe, who applied the first coat of hoof oil and ran a clean rag over the pony's coat. The moms had taken over the VIP spots to watch Mac's round, and Tally and Mac plopped down in the back of the golf cart with Ryan up front. Lupe walked the pony to the warm-up area. After a quick flat and jumping a couple of verticals, then a pair of oxers, Ryan deemed Joey and Mac ready to go. The group rode and drove over to the bottom of the long path leading up to the walnut ring, where a copy of the course diagram was posted. Let's go over the course one more time, Ryan said to Mac. The blazing sun of the early afternoon had tucked itself away behind a layer of clouds, leaving Mac and Joey with a hazy, but thankfully not shadowy light for their course. So, you'll trot in, let him look at those jumps on the end of the ring, pick up your canter on the long side just after the outside line. Get your ring pace right away. I don't want him behind your leg at all going to the first jump. You've got that option at jump one. So, stick to your plan and jump the outside option. Land and look left so he knows where he's going. Keep that forward canter to the outside line. And then there's no set number of strides from jump three to four on the bending line. We walked it in six, but it will depend on your track. Same thing as jump one. You're taking the outside option. Think less about the number of strides there and more about maintaining your forward canter. Are you with me? Mac nodded and Tally took a deep breath for her. The ring was massive and the jumps were all so filled and beautiful. How could she not be at least a little nervous? Then be sure to stay out in your corner before the diagonal. That's what's getting the kids here. They're falling in and chipping at jump five. But you'll stay out, keep your pace, and jump the diagonal line in eight strides, then the two stride. He's so good at those, if you've got the pace, you'll jump out no problem. Then it's six strides up the other outside line and ending on the single oxer coming home. If you've got your ring pace, that'll come right up and he should land right for you. Just don't be too relaxed after you land, though, so you remember that lead change if you need it. Mac nodded again, drawing her finger around the course in front of her. "'Let's head up the path here. "'It'll take a good half hour or so,' joked Ryan. "'Tally, come with us, too. "'The moms can stay in the tent, "'but we'll be Mac's cheering squad at the gate, okay?' "'Tally followed Ryan and Lupe, "'happy to be part of the ringside support squad. "'Joey lazily swished his tail ahead of him. "'By the time they reached the top of the hill, "'Mac finally looked nervous. "'It's about time,' Tally joked to her friend. "'What? "'That you even look a tiny bit nervous.' Mac smiled tightly. It's just a lot. This is a very intimidating ring, Ryan told her, but there's no pressure. You have this whole huge walnut ring to yourself with your pony. Enjoy it. Keep that canter up, and we'll see you when you're done to celebrate your first pony finals. The ring starter looked at Mac as the pony in the ring cleared its last fence. Don't be afraid to smile out there, all right? Head on in, girl. As the previous rider finished her circle, Mac began hers. Joey definitely had his game face on for the occasion. He took in the jumps, to be sure, but this was a pony who knew his job. Tally thought he seemed excited, but focused. Joey picked up his ground skimming straight legged canter. Tally felt like she could barely watch. She was so nervous for her friend. But once they were on the approach to fence one, the outside option of the double birch vertical, Everything seemed to fall into place. Tally let out a big exhale. Big relief once you're over the first jump, said Ryan, to no one in particular. Joey and Mac landed off their chosen vertical, and Joey kept his left lead. Tally heard Ryan exhale loudly himself. The pair turned up for the outside line, and the announcer came on to call out the previous rider's scores and introduce Mac. Now showing... Smoke Hill Jet Set, number 775, the entry owned and ridden by Mackenzie Bennett, number 775. By now, Mac and Joey were heading for jump four off Mac's eye. So far, so good. They got to it in the six strides without a problem, and then Mac sat down more deeply into her saddle. Stay out, stay out, Ryan said in a stage whisper, and his rider did just that. Then Mac turned for the diagonal line to the two stride, and each jump unfolded perfectly. They were making it look easy. Next up was the outside line going away from the gate. Mac kept up the pony's canter, and they got those six strides done easily. Now it was down to just the final oxer. Tally glanced at Ryan, who was bending his knees lightly in time with Joey's canter, as if he were riding the course himself. Lupe, who stood next to him, was biting his lower lip. With just a few strides to go, Tally stood on her tiptoes ready to applaud her friend for a stellar round. Then Joey took a funny stride close to the final oxer, almost like he'd randomly slipped a little, and jumped up over the fence, making a cracking sound on his way to the ground. Everyone around Tally gasped. Joey had uncharacteristically come down on the back rail of the oxer early with a hind foot. And just like the worst possible punctuation at the end of a gorgeous course at pony finals, that back rail came down, hitting the ground with a sickening thud. Hello,
0: this is Dana from Loricea, coming to you today from Italy. If you're at the Washington International Horse Show, be sure to come by and see us in person. It's the perfect time to get a jump start on your holiday shopping. We have presents for loved ones and presents for oneself, Whether it's a surprise or a gift that is on a carefully curated list, we know that your holiday gifts are all lovingly purchased. This holiday season, you can also shop in person at our Wellington showroom or 24-7 online at lauracea.com. Find the perfect gift at Lorachea and perfect the art of gifting. Do you have a list of goals that you want to achieve with your horse? Are you taking time to build your mental skills in and out of the ring? There is so much information available at your fingertips with a subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. You can find riding and training advice from top judges and trainers, grooming tips to keep your horse looking their best, and health information from top veterinarians and farriers to keep your horse feeling their best. All of this information and so much more can be found in one place delivered straight to your door with a print subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. Subscribe at theplaidhorsecom slash subscribe. That's thepladhorse.com slash subscribe.
1: To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plathorse Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.